And it's time to say hi to Steve Vines and today and today only, just for you, we're on Facebook Live. So go to our Morning Brew Facebook page. Steve, morning. How are you doing? Good morning. Well, what, what's I'm as excited as, as most people are with the end of the um, Communist Party Congress. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was real. Um, I think it was particularly real for, for Hong Kong. And, uh, you know, Hong Kong is always sort of jumping up and down, going, are we going to be mentioned in Beijing? Are we important enough? You know, we, do people pay attention to us? Well, you should be careful what you wish for. That's all I say. Because Hong Kong was extensively mentioned, both in the sidelines of the Congress itself and in the, the, the very um, <clears throat> wonderful and impeccable speech of three and a half hours by the General Secretary of the Communist Party, Xi Jinping. And if you remember, that was the speech in which he laid out the insistence on the mainland's, and I quote, comprehensive jurisdiction over Hong Kong, which is setting the tone for for many things that follow. I mean, interestingly, this has now been followed up by both of the liaison office um, chiefs in both Hong Kong and Macau, that's um, Wang Zimin and uh, Zheng Xiaosong, here in Hong Kong, mm. being elevated to the standing committee of the Communist Party's um, Central Committee. And, uh, sorry, no, they're on the Central Committee, they're not on the Standing Committee, I've got that wrong. But the point is that now both Hong Kong and Macau are more directly under overtly Communist Party control than they have been since the handover 20 years ago for yeah. Hong Kong and 18 years ago for Macau. So, you know, I mean, what... All of this signals, and it was in inst- it immediately picked up in Hong Kong. What all of this signals is, you know, any any scintilla of of, of ridiculous hope that people had of a relaxation in Hong Kong, of greater autonomy of Hong Kong, of one country two systems, meaning one country two systems, mm. has gone. It's been put to bed. Bye bye. You know, the the night story's been read. And immediately, it's echoed here. I mean, you see Chief Executive Carrie Lam saying that, um, you know, it's perfectly all right, perfectly all right for mainland officials to start um, telling teachers how they should conduct themselves in, in classrooms here. I mean, this is a... But f- if they close their eyes, they might not see it. That's the bit <laughs> yeah, that grabbed me. I mean, <laughs> it, it, but, I mean, it, it beggars belief that anybody could, with a straight face, argue that this doesn't breach... One country, two systems. In fact, it's explicit in the basic law that educational policy, for example, falls well within the autonomy and the jurisdiction of the Hong Kong SAR. So, I mean, how that's flown out the window on a, on a wet Tuesday, I'm not quite sure, but it seems to have done so. And the chief executive had the option of, of saying nothing. That would have been not great, but it would have been better than what she said. But what she's basically saying is, you know, every time there's an infringement of the one country, two systems principle, um, people shouldn't get excited about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, gosh, I'm... I'm oof, yeah, right. I'm well, thinking about that. Well, we've heard that for, well, for quite a while now. About, yes, it's about not the, new. The, the railway... Yes, the, 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 the co-location, <laughs> as they call it. I love all these weird terms. I mean, co-location is a word that wasn't in my vocabulary until I grew up and uh, 
you know sat here in hong kong and and learned there was there was this new word co-location i mean what it actually means is not co-location at all it's it's marvelous double speak it means it means occupation in other words the mainland will occupy part of hong kong's territory i mean why not call things what they are i'm yeah. fed up with all these weaselly little terms that are, are supposed to persuade us that a isn't b and b isn't a well okay well, well, people are saying it's most definitely the thin end of the wedge, this one. Well, I mean, you know, the, the trouble is that wedge is, <laughs> is whittling away um, as, we, as we sit here. You know, I think people thought that, that, that things couldn't get much worse than they were under CY because CY was such an enthusiast and such a sort of go-for-it, you know. Mm. Uh, Hong Kong's economy, who cares about Hong Kong? I'm hardly here myself anyway. But, you know, Carrie Lam... Who, who, who came in looking as though she was going to be at least a bit more attentive to people's concerns about the reduction of autonomy, seems to now be slipping into the role of cheerleader, you know, uh, as if she was born to it. Well, maybe she was born to it, I don't know. She's got um, a choice, though. Yeah, well, everybody has a choice. I think that's but the really, point. But really, in this situation, uh, say something about this, say something nice, rah-rah, uh, Hong Kong. Oh, I'm, I, 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 I do understand that she is under immense pressure from the central government authorities. I don't doubt that for a minute. The question is, you know, like a lot of people who are under immense pressure, is do you buckle to it or do you preserve your dignity and self-respect and say, you know, up up to this point I will not go? Mm, mm. Um, well, she's obviously decided that's that's not for her. And, you know, the, the, the other side of the argument, which has some merit, but it's so slight it's barely worth waking up in the morning to look at it, is, you know... Hong Kong people should not constantly provoke the central authorities as though defending your own interests is, is always a provocation. But I do get what they mean. I suppose what they mean is everybody shut up and took it. There would be less pressure from Beijing. But that isn't true. It mm. just isn't true. The fact of the matter is that, you know, once the steamroller comes down the hill... Um, if nobody stops it, it gets right to the bottom of the hill and starts crashing people. Right, let's turn, let's go, let's go upstairs for a little while. So, I asked John Parker from The Economist what he thought about this elevation to the Constitution thing. It sounds like something out of Star Wars. What do you reckon? Well, you're talking about the, the, the Xi Jinping's um, name. Xi Jinping thought being, uh, is a longer title. I think it's Xi Jinping thought on uh, Chinese characteristics of Marxism. Anyway, uh, we shan't bother ourselves with that on a sunny, sunny Thursday morning. I mean, it is interesting. I mean, it's not unexpected. I mean, the fact that Xi Jinping is the most powerful general secretary of the Communist Party since Mao Zedong, I think is now as clear as the nose on your face. Yeah. The implications of this, though, are, I think, yet to be seen, because as well as the fact that he has personally assumed all these powers and, you know, has personally put himself right in the centre of the command of the military, which is which is very important. I mean, one of the mistakes that Mao himself made was to take the military for granted and thought that, that they would follow him all the time. Whereas he saw in the middle of the Cultural Revolution that it wasn't that simple. Hmm. So, I mean, Xi Jinping, who's a very close student of Chinese Communist Party history, he is, after all, the son of a former Communist Party leader, the only Chinese leader to be a son of a former Ch Chinese leader, is someone who has this in his blood, who understands how it works, how to keep control of the country. So he, on the one hand, 
make sure that the, the central military command, which he is chairman of, is tightly under his control. He brings in this enormous purge. I mean, it's an enormous purge. Something like 1.1 million cadres have been purged in the anti-corruption campaign, some of which is indeed about corruption. Mm. A lot of it is indeed about political power. He's purged something like 200 senior officials. I mean, very senior officials, including members of the Politburo. So, you know, he's a ruthless man. He hasn't been hanging around. This was all done in his first five years in office. It went ahead with devastating speed. And I think people went, oh, blimey, what's, oh, gosh, that's, that's quick. But, I mean, I think, you know, in his terms, he's absolutely right. If you don't do this very quickly, very harshly and very decisively, you probably won't do it at all. I mean, everybody says that his predecessor, Hu Jintao, was weak. But I don't know what that means. I mean, Hu Jintao simply did not go around purging hundreds of thousands of people, did not um, impose himself on all levels of the party, of the economy, you know. And also, and this is something which plays very well to the domestic audience in, in, in China, did not seek to have a central role on the world stage. Mm. Now, I mean, one of the extraordinary things about Deng Xiaoping... It, uh, sorry, well, I was going to say, but it's, it's to do with Deng Xiaoping. Deng Xiaoping always said, you know, China, chi China should keep a low profile in international affairs. We should defend our own interests, but keep a low profile. Xi Jinping has said, well, no, sod that. <laughs> we're the biggest country in the world, and we're going to be, you know, we're going to be a player. And, you know, he couldn't have planned it better. He has absolute... The, the obvious other contender for world leadership has always been the United States. But, you know, you've got more or less total mayhem in Washington. You've got a president who, 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 whose knowledge of international affairs is, is written on half a postage stamp. And what a week it's been for and him. And what a week. It's been a great week. Another great week. Things couldn't be better or best as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's got this vacuum that's been created by the absence of the United States. He's got a... a um, the other possible contender for this, Putin in Russia, who keeps overplaying his hand, but is not to be underestimated, but he really has been overplaying his hand mm. in, you know, meddling in the US elections, etc., etc. And the, the only other person who, who vaguely um, uh, is a contender for, for the, the, in the world leadership stakes is, of course, Angela Merkel in, in, in Germany. Who, who remains a powerful, she's got an election mandate behind her, a slightly weaker one than she hoped for. But, you know, so she is still in contention. But, you know, Xi Jinping could not have hoped for a better conflagration of international circumstances than the one he stepped into. Mm. So, you know, no longer is it assumed that when China appears in the Security Council of the United Nations, it will just vote no against things you know they're now looking to china for example on climate change to actually come forward and say well you know all right you tell us what you think because we, we want to listen to that there's another country that's jumping in um, um hello you're not this talking. is <laughs> <laughs> meet you tomorrow business as usual <laughs> yes yes uh, our little little friend in north korea yeah. well he's um don't cut me off I, I don't think to be honest nobody has ever accused him of being a world leader i mean he's he's many things but it is interesting as you as you elliptically referred to yeah he did make a phone call 
to well, he just doesn't want to be cast out, does he? Um, apparently, it was a toll-free line, so you know the, the cost was minimal. Um, saying, you know, well done. It's really nice to have you in in the commanding position. So I think that is an indication that um, whatever they say in North Korea, they still, you know, even though they do annoy the hell out of Beijing on a regular basis, they do kind of realise that when you've got one ally, it's really not a fabulous idea to make that ally hate you. Mm. So the phone call that he made apparently today, I think was timely. Do you reckon anything will change now with, you know, this new reassertions and the, the, the hierarchy has got stratospherically high? Anything changing with regards to North Korea for starters? No. That, Fair enough. I, I don't think will happen because the point is that the North Koreans um, are in their own balmy way perfect, being perfectly logical. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they don't flinch from a single determined path, which is to create a very high level of nuclear capability. And, you know, you've got the, 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 the madness in Washington with the president one moment saying he's going to sit down and have a, camp, a hamburger with the leader of North Korea, the mm-hmm. next minute going, oh, that man's rocket man, I really hate him, we're going to kill him. Oh, they're going to be, you know, I mean, you know, a grown-up in the White House would actually change the dynamics of this situation. Such a person isn't there, unfortunately. Well, he's been too busy having a love fest this week. Well, Is that what he said? He, something fest? I think, oh, he's, I think it was a love fest. He's just busy on all sorts of fronts, you know, insulting um, widows of, of soldiers who've, you know, fallen in combat. I mean, God, I, I, every time you turn on the television or the radio, which is incidentally far better, yes. um, you, you hear some new thing. You can't, that can't possibly be true. I mean, is he? did he really say that? You know, I mean, ah, where to begin? Absolutely. Bring it back to Hong Kong before we wrap up yes. this bit. We've had, I don't know, lots of very patriotic-sounding announcements from the chief executive and, and those around her. Yeah. Which is kind of a, a bit of a first. There, 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 was, there, was, there was a marvellous thing in the post today. One of the, one of the chief weasels who's on the Chinese People's Consultative Blah 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 Committee saying, oh, you know, he really hopes that the... Um, because Zhang Dejiang will be stepping down as as the person who's basically in charge of Hong Kong up in up in um, Beijing, he, he was saying, "Oh, I really hope that that we get um, who is it?" He was really hoping we get. Oh yes, His mate. he was saying, "I really hope we get um, Wang Yang as the the, the uh, chairman of the Hong Kong Working Group to replace him," mm. because other than Xi Jinping. Nobody knows more about Hong Kong. And I'm thinking, oh, this is that horrible Mao kind of grovelling. You know, other than the chairman, nobody knows anything about (laughs) sliced bread. Other than the chairman, nobody knows about civilization. I mean, honestly, but this is where we are with that kind of that 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 revival of the ghastly groveling and you yeah. know the omnipotent chairman oh, he hasn't assumed the title of chairman i hasten to add but Next. um <laughs> watch this space i tell you what though the bbc would do obviously when it was happening and it was just after they'd done that vote 2000 people sitting there like tin soldiers yeah. of course everybody voted everybody voted yes could you imagine if there was that one bloke Oh, nice day. It puts hand well, down. Yeah, <laughs> you you know, in I, I'm just reading Frank de Costa's book about the Cultural Revolution, and and they which, had which a, party you on? Sorry, He's in, which, the third one about right. the Cultural Revolution, uh, and and he he mentions in in the middle of the madness they held a secret party congress, 
uh, one of the purposes of which was to, um, you know, change the central committee of the party. <laughs> During this Congress, ten people failed to vote for the leadership um, slate of candidates. And, and apparently Mao immediately announced, well, you know, this is a Democratic Party, that's perfectly all right. Then there was a witch hunt to discover who the ten were, which went on for about six months. And they never voted again. They apparently are not happy voters. All right, then. So just wrap this one up. I mean, not people have been kind of trying to hard to find things to get excited about and talk about this thing, certainly here in Hong Kong this week. Yes. Well, I mean, if you read certain newspapers, you know that it's more exciting than sliced bread. If you look to the average bloke in the street, they'll go, oh... On Radio 3 and Warrior Daughter, still in with Steve Vines. Are we going to talk about small Hong Kong? We are, because there are people who are worried, and and their minds can be set to rest now, that Hong Kong didn't have enough racism. You know, there was a sort of Never had I- enough idea, idea around that, that, you know, just because there'd been an upsurge of it in other places, Hong Kong wasn't getting its fair share. But I'm proud to announce today that we can put that fear to bed. Because this row that's going on at the West Kowloon Cultural District or Hub or whatever it's called this week, I never worked that one out, um, about the appointment of Alison Freeman as the artistic director is, and let's call it for what it is, it is racism in its purest form. Basically, the objection to her being appointed as artistic director of the West Kowloon blah, 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 is that she's not Chinese. It's purely racist. It said, because she's not Chinese, she can't understand Chinese art. I mean, the fact opera. that... Opera. Well, Specifically. Uh, but I think they're talking about various forms of Chinese art that she can't understand. The fact is, she's actually a well, well-established expert in that field. She's been living in, in Beijing for 10 years. She happens to speak flawless Putonghua. That isn't the issue. Um, though, isn't you know, but, but, you know, she's got the wrong skin colour. I mean, if that's not racism, someone needs to explain to me what a definition of racism is. Now, leading the charge is the, is the very red and wonderful Lisa Wang, who, um, you know, red is best in all things, and so apparently is racism. I mean, you know, this takes us back to the dark old days of you can't have black people in orchestras in America because black people don't understand classical music, they only understand jazz. Let's not go there. It goes back to the dark days of, you know, you can't have Jews performing um, uh, various types of music in Germany because, you know, they only understand Jewish music. I mean, for God's sake. That's not racism, that's just dumminess. Well, it's, it's well, so <laughs> well, it is, is racism, yes. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, the yeah. two are synonymous. <laughs> I, I just, I just want to One is to... just one more, more pernicious than the other. But, I mean, the idea that these people are so detached, so un unself-aware of when they spew out this poisonous nonsense about because somebody isn't a certain race they can't, you know, understand the culture of another people Mm. I mean, they they just lack all historical understanding this terrible, ghastly history has passed them by and and this is discussed as though it's, it's, they've got a reasonable point here, you know, let's let's, let's sit down um, and, you know This thing has reared its head on other appointments at West Kowloon, look back to Michael Lynch Yes, yes indeed it has But I mean in this You can't blame people here for wanting um, a crack of the whip No, no, no. (laughs) 
the point is, you you know, it's, it, 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 it's the old racist argument, you know, or the old sexist argument. Oh, you know, banking, you know, uh, girls are really quite good, you know, in the office, sort of secretary, but, you know, head of a bank, I really don't think so. They're not really designed for that sort of thing. And, you know, people sit down and they go, are people really still saying that sort of <laughs> S-H-I-T? You know, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't. It ain't justified. It's completely boneheaded. But when it comes to this, the idea that you need a special ethnic composition to be able to become the artistic director of a cultural centre is so objectionable. You know, I, I, I'm just wondering where you start with it, or where you stop with it, for that matter. I tend to switch off. I knew that was coming. I said to a friend of mine, the minute it was announced, I said to a friend of mine, who is Chinese? I said to him, here it comes, mate, three, two, one. He goes, yep. Yeah. He knew exactly yeah. what I was on about. Everybody, I mean, it was very predictable. That doesn't make, that doesn't justify it. And, I mean, what I fear is that, that because the furore has been at the level it has, and and the grown-ups haven't come back and said, bang it on the head, yeah. you know, that, that it will inhibit other institutions in Hong Kong. Remember Asia's World City? Do you remember that slogan of... Oh, that's what right. are we now, Today, by the way? Are uh, we, are uh, we what still... are we? What are we? Are we China's World City? Are we just Asia's weird city? I, I I'm not sure what we are. I keep, I keep um, falling out of... Um, familiarity with the slogan Asia's of the day. City, I, I think, think we are still Seriously. Asia's world city, um, unless you're the wrong ethnic composition. I mean, you know the the ghastly racism there is here towards people from the Indian subcontinent, uh, or, or they're not even from the Indian subcontinent. They just happen to have origins in that place because, of course, the Indian community here is much older than many of the Chinese communities here. But hey, you can't possibly regard them as being Hong Kongers, can you? I mean, these sort of things are apparently, just... Apparently, one of the Indian communities is why people have mangoes here. Because, was it Indian or Pakistani cops or soldiers? I'm really vague at this. It's a Jason Wordy moment. Yes. They wanted the fruit that they loved, and they started planting them here many, many, many years it's ago. It's possible. And hence, people started loving mangoes here, and boom. Yeah, it's, it's entirely possible. I mean... It is a very characteristic fruit of the Indian subcontinent, so I'm not, I'm not yeah, at all surprised. But these guys, these guys brought them here. Yeah, there you go, top yeah. tip. <laughs> but we, we the Brits, brought luncheon meat. And, so, opi you and, know. O and opium, fair play. <laughs> yeah, so hey, hey, can I just luncheon say, it wasn't all a one-way street. I just want that to be made very clear in case anybody says there was no British contribution. Steve, the bigger issue here is it's just the way of man, it's just the way of human that we're going to be like that, I well, think. Well, I... I I don't... Well, I hope not. it's I not mean, but... inevitable, you know. I mean, there are many societies that run perfectly well without this kind of ghastly racism being given any form of space at all. I, I mean, if, if anybody in most... To be fair to Europe, in most countries of Europe, if anybody said, for example, that you couldn't have... Um, the say the National Theatre in Britain run by a black person because blacks couldn't possibly understand Shakespeare or couldn't or possibly... Or, or, yeah. I mean, this is so pathetic, yeah. but it's kind of funny. Yeah. What was that Hamlet bloke? Wasn't he a bit dusky? There was a, uh, there was a black Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah. And, I and I'll tell you what, you want to mess with Sweeney Todd? Go ahead. Go ahead, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. But so, I mean, but, I, mean I just find it so depressing that it comes up here... And they used all the arguments out of the racist playbook. Oh, it's nothing to do with race. It's just about, you know, they can't understand our culture. Well, yes, that is to do, do with race. Do you know what was the saddest thing? 
it was an afternoon when that news story came out on RTHK that the lady had been, you know, da -da -da. appointed. Yeah. And I'm like, here we go. I give it until the six o'clock news, and, and that, I was kind of right. It started by <laughs> yeah, the six o'clock yeah, news. You yeah. know that's going to happen. Just like the scorpion, it will sting you. Yes. That's the sad part. Yeah, that is. It, I mean, you mean the predictability of it? Yeah, yes, I knew what I, was going to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but you know, I, I, I wish, I wish that you had, for example, a leader of Hong Kong, possibly the chief executive, who would just come out and say Hong Kong has no, no space for this sort of vile racist talk. <laughs> Instead, what have you heard from Carrie Lam about this? Oh, that's right, nothing. Do you know? Is it? Is it? Is it that, in a, in a bigger picture, Hong Kong needs to perhaps decide when it comes to things like this, are we going to be so-called international, whatever that means, or are, are we going to be like a, 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 a homegrown, I'm not going to say parochial, homegrown cottage industry done really well from within? Does, does that decision well, have to be made? I don't think it does. International, I mean, you know? How about just being decent? Well, yeah. How about just being decent? I mean, how about saying, yeah, you know, we're we're entirely relaxed. We're 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 all grown up here. We're entirely relaxed. There will be there will be some people of this colour and some people of that colour doing Which this. Which is the way of the world. And uh, you know, frankly, it doesn't matter. Mm. I mean, you know, you've got. I mean, what's so ghastly about Hong Kong is you've also got this reverse racism, of, of, of sort of thinking oh you know you you probably need foreigners to do certain jobs because you know they're they're sort of well in china you, know, you can you, hire you, token you, foreigners can't i, I you? know they're <laughs> uniquely qualified for that because they they come equipped with white skin and you know funny of accents some of which are american for god's sake mm. and you know i no, 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 well you know <laughs> let's not go too far <laughs> It's daft, isn't it? It when is you, When daft. you take two steps and back. It's, it, it, it's sort of, on one level, it's laughable. And you just think, oh, my God, are they still doing this? On the other level, it's it's really worrying and it's vile. Mm. It's the vile bit that gets me. If it was just a joke. It's uh, ha it, 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 um, like I said, we all knew this was going to happen. Uh, it's happened a few times with West Kowloon. And I'm sure with other appointments. I mean, look at university postings and yes, stuff like this. Nothing yeah. we can do about it, Steve, yeah. I'm afraid. Give us one more before we say goodbye. Well, I, 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 um, it's... it's um, Actually, it's a bit local Ooh, to RTHK, there. in a sense. Oh, yeah. What's happened? What in, have we done? In, in, in the, the, the poor old John Jung um, uh, and his moustache have been severely criticised for taking on jobs and not declaring them after being... Um, not terminated, after resigning from terminated. the civil service. <laughs> well, the point about John Jung is he says, well, a job is a paid form of employment... Why are you getting on at me? I'm doing a programme for RTHK on a voluntary basis. Apparently he's not getting paid a suit, which incidentally I think is a very bad thing, may I just say. I think uh, he should be paid, but never mind. Is that absolutely true? Apparently he's not being paid a sue. And, uh, no, he didn't. He asked not to be paid a sue because he said, you know... I'll get... This, I'm, this I'm, will happen to I'm me. Doing, I'm doing... <laughs> he's, also done, he's also doing a gig for commercial radio and he says, I want to do it all on a pro bono basis. So there's no, you know, no accusation that I'm benefiting materially. Well, that sounds like plain as day then. What's the problem? Well, the problem is that um, if you're Carrie Lam... I mean, it's amazing. If you're Carrie Lam or Matthew Jung, the chief secretary, who, who seem to think that the bosses require them to pursue the vendetta against John Jung that this is the time to do it. So, mm -hmm. you know, they've... Oh, well, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's paid or not. Oh, 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 a breach of civil service is very bad. Meanwhile, um, that bloke, the tall bloke who used to be chief executive, what's his name, CY something or other, goes out 
flounces out of office and immediately gets involved in two companies that are going to cash in from the one suspend about one road um, uh, doodah. And uh, that's apparently all right. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. He's actually going to make money out of that. That's fine. John Jung isn't going to make a sue out of it. And he's working for mainly for voluntary organisations. And he's very bad man. Oh, breach rules. We have rules. So if John comes onto RTHK and he doesn't get paid... He's like a sort of glorified guest, really, because guests don't get paid. I mean, yeah. that's the fact of the matter. He's just... Well, gu- whatever it is. Extras. I mean, this is just just, <laughs> just bonkers. I mean, I, I mean, all, all he had to do, I suppose, was sign a declaration form, but I suppose it didn't occur to him to do that if there were no folding notes changing hands. And God knows there would have been few enough folding notes changing hands, even if there were, but we'll set that to one side. This sounds like, of all the fights to pick, this possibly isn't it. From what you've said this yeah. morning... I, mean, Does, the guy, I think the, the word petty kind of springs to mind here. Uh, the idea that the chief executive would, would decide to involve herself in this, but I suppose the word has gone out that John Jung, very bad man, 